I'm Melissa Rogers, recovering supermom, corporate dropout, and CEO of a successful online business that I built from scratch with a baby on my hip. Through lots of trial and more error than I'd like to admit, I built a thriving company that impacts thousands of busy, high-achieving moms around the world and gives me and my family a life and future that we had only dreamed of before. I created the Self-Made Mamas podcast to bring you step-by-step strategies and inspirational stories that will help you design a business that gives you the life you really want and the future you've been dreaming of. If you are an ambitious business mom or one in the making, you're in the right place. So let's get to work. Hey, Andrea, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Everybody, Andrea is the founder and CEO of Just Suck It, which is a succulent-inspired gift and design company that has blown up in the last year. Andrea is a mom of three, and she is actually a Canadian living in California right now. And she's here to talk to us today about pivoting, about kind of going with the flow and taking what life throws at you, and sometimes about starting over. So Andrea, I'm really excited to have you here. If you want to introduce yourself, tell us about your life and business right now, and a little bit about how you got there. Well, um, that introduction was perfect about like going with the flow, because that's exactly what happened to me over the last year. But again, I'm, I'm Andrea Galbraith, and I'm the CEO of Just Suck It. And uh, it is an online, right now it's online, succulent gift and design store. So it started with um, succulents with a plant. And a lot of people don't know what succulents are. They're um, often desert plants. And uh, I started with a gift box because someone asked me to make them a gift box. And it has grown to um, offering corporate gifts and I do weddings and baby showers. And um, even during the coronavirus, it's been amazing to see how people have gotten creative with being safe and still celebrating life, you know, the, the way that we like to. Um, and it's just been really fun and exciting. So how many boxes do you think you've sold right now? Because I've been following your, your Facebook and I'm seeing you with these like mountains of orders. Yes. Well, it's really, um, so I started it last year, uh, because, so I'm a social worker by education and profession and I was uh, in corporate wellness and all of my contracts were sold because of the coronavirus. And I decided that it was time to pivot. Like I just have to pivot and find something new to do. And I had just been introduced to succulents myself. Like I was completely obsessed And uh, I thought, let me see if I can make this work. So um, it started with, it was supposed to be a membership plan. Um, uh, It was going to be a subscription plan, which combines succulents, personal development, because personal development is my jam. Like that's what I've been focusing on. And then someone asked me to make a gift box and then the rest was history. So I I probably should know the exact number of boxes that I've sold. I, I don't know exactly, but this month, has been one of, well, March, March is one of the busiest months. So the picture that you saw of me, I think is a picture of me standing in front of a bunch of boxes was actually mm-hmm. one order. And wow. yeah, so that was really, really exciting. And I've had more orders like that. So I actually, this year, so I don't actually know how many boxes, but that one was 200 boxes. And then a few weeks before that, I had one that was a hundred boxes. And then in January, I had one that was 35 um, custom plants for, um, and it it was for an event and it was like a takeaway for people who were there. And, um, but on average, we also do arrangements now too. So I do arrangements and planters 
Well, that's a good question. I need to go figure <laughs> out boxes I've actually sold. <laughs> a lot, it but, sounds like. Which I mean, incredible. I went from having zero income to um, having like five figure months in, yeah. in less than a year. That's amazing. Like, yeah. Good for you. And so like you said that you were a social worker to, to begin with by education and by profession. So how did you end up there? How did you end up in California? Like, tell us a little bit about, about that. Well, um, so I, I got to the United States because I met an American soldier and he mm-hmm. brought me to the United States. And then when our relationship ended, I didn't want to go back to the cold. So I grew up in Ottawa my family is still in Ottawa. My sister's there. My mom is there. And the rest of my family is actually in Jamaica. And I used to tease that I was born in the wrong country. I was supposed to be born in Jamaica because I'm meant to be in the world. <laughs> uh, and so we uh, ended up marrying a man from Tennessee. And we were together for a long time. And it was his career that brought us to California. And then I ended up uh, getting divorced And I, you know, I, but I loved California and I had friends here and I was already into corporate, actually corporate wellness started after we were divorced, but I was already in the health and wellness field in California, you know, has a reputation of having people who are really big into fitness and Uh health and wellness. And I I mean, now let me think about it. I've had some really fun experiences. I've met some like fitness celebrities who got me in, you know, um, so doing succulents is like a complete 180 from anything that I've ever yeah. done. But what is really fun is that um, the skills that I learned in all of those things actually got me ready for this, like for this business that I um, feel like this is actually going to be my long-term thing. It's not changing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going back to corporate wellness. The scalability is incredible. Um the people that I'm meeting and the, and what I'm learning is, it's just been really, really exciting. So we're here to talk about pivoting, about dealing with, you know, when life throws you lemons, what kind of lemonade are you going to make out of it? Uh, when you are forced to start again from nothing, situations like that. So what do you want people to know about that? What is your message that you want to send to everybody? Well, I think it's important that people understand that life doesn't happen to you. Life just happens. And then it's really up to us how we react to it. Um, so for me, last year when the Corona apocalypse happened, I, you know, I lost every single one of my corporate contracts because those were all face to face. I would go to businesses or I would go to their homes, and and they weren't. Which was surprising to me they didn't want to move things online because we like we had the capability to bring things online and they didn't accept it. So there I was faced with, you know, everything that I've been doing was gone. And I had a choice. Like I had a choice to make. I can either sit and be sad about it and say, why me? Or look at all the options that are available to me and then just go with one. And that's what I did. I decided, um, you know, I thought, you know what, I'm going to try the succulent thing and see if it turns into a thing. And, um, yeah. And then I knew that, you know, Marie Forleo is someone that I love and admire and she has a phrase that everything is figure outable. Yeah. And and that's literally how I approach everything too, is everything is figure outable. And I knew, you know, I've had online programs before. 
I knew how to set up a website. I knew how to create downloads. I know, you know, enough about social media that, um, it, you know, it helped me build my business, uh, but I didn't know about products. I didn't know about shipping. Mm-hmm. You know, I was new, but I, but because of my experience and just the way that I see things, like I can learn how to do this. And I just said yes to everything. When mm-hmm. people asked me to do something, I just said yes, even if I didn't know how to do it, because I realized what I'm going to learn how to do it. I'm either going to like it and keep doing it or say, I'm never doing that again. But totally. I knew I would learn. I love what so, you said. Like life doesn't happen to you. It just happens. And that's something that yeah. we, we talk about. And you're probably familiar with this. We talk about this in personal development and in um, the coaching space all the time is like this idea that circumstances are neutral. Facts are neutral. Yes. We give them power with our feelings and, and our thoughts are generated based on our feelings. So if you can approach life that way, you, you really can get through almost anything and thrive, not just survive it, but you can come out and, and do incredible things and achieve incredible things, but you have to approach it with that mindset. Otherwise you're just getting steamrolled all the time because life does happen. You're right. It does. And it's really interesting. You can have two people side by side and they are having, you know, the same experience and, but one will walk away like, Oh my God, I learned something. And then another one might be like, I I feel so lost. I don't know what to do. I, or I like the analogy of going to a movie and two people watch the exact same movie. And then one leaves and says, that was the best movie I've ever seen. And somebody else is like, that was horrible. I'm never going to get those, you know, those two hours back. Yes. That's a great analogy. It's a matter of perspective. How do you want to view life? I've decided to believe, to know that life is always working in my favor. So if something does not go as planned or when something does not work out, or even when I'm going through really sucky times, I know that um, the, on the other side of that will be greatness for me Yeah, because that's what happens. And because that's how I've decided to view life and anybody can learn to adopt that perspective. Yes. It's not, we're not born with that. I think, I, I know for, for myself, like I was raised in quite a, a cynical, critical family. And I always thought that optimism and a positive attitude and being like kind of happy, go lucky and chill was a inherent personality trait. And it's not, it's actually a choice. It's something that you can learn and you can kind of program into yourself. And that, like that discovery literally changed my life. Right. I love that you use the word choice because it absolutely is. We can choose how we react to things. There's literally a fraction of a second between like the trigger and then the our reaction. There is mm-hmm. space there where you can decide. You can choose how you're going to react. Yeah. And if people realized that they are in charge of their feelings and how they react, like their lives could be so much better. The world would be so much better. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, what, on that note, what are some of the, you know, the issues that you see with this? Obviously, like, I mean, coronavirus is the ultimate curveball for everybody. I think like probably 97% of average people had no idea this was coming. Um, So like, what, what would your advice be to people that are having things sort of thrown at them and they're having a hard time navigating that because there's so much periphery stuff that comes out of this. I mean, some people were obviously 
dealing with difficult times even without a pandemic, but there's so many peripheral consequences that have come out of the state of the world right now. Um, and everybody is, I saw this great quote that said, um, we are all in, we're all in the same water, but we're in different boats. Yes. And, and I really think that's true. So what's your advice to people, you know, no matter, no matter what boat they're in, no matter what situation they're finding themselves in right now? Well, I actually believe that, um, no matter what's going on, a person has to like literally 100% responsibility for who they are and the role in any given situation. Of course, we're not like, we obviously cannot control the coronavirus, right? So that's, but how we respond to it is absolutely up to us. Mm-hmm. And I think having awareness of how we typically react and is it helpful or not, or what we think about, is it helpful or not? Now we behave, you know, is it helpful or not? Having a certain level of awareness about patterns of thought and, and behavior yeah. and then changing what doesn't work or is not serving you. Um, and I, cause I think it's too easy, easy to blame circumstances and not how we interact with those circumstances. Cause, because then you can be like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not in any, I'm not in control. I'm not in control of this. It's all these extenuating circumstances, but it always goes back to how we decide to react to it. Yeah. So if things are not going well, you don't have to take, you can't, you don't have to blame yourself for things that are not going well, but you certainly can take some time how can I manage this better? How can I manage this differently? What opportunities am I missing? Because we can get so stuck in the problem that we forget to focus on solutions. There's a solution to every single problem, even the coronavirus. And and sometimes what's really interesting is that um, sometimes people don't like the solutions that are available to them because they they sort of get stuck because I've been that way. I was a social worker. So I thought my job was to always like always be making a difference. And I always thought I would be in the service industry. And I had other business opportunities that probably would have been very lucrative. I've had, I've had people, Hey, I want you to build this business with me. And I was like, what I, and it felt like it was just about making money and it was in the tech field and it probably would have been really lucrative, but because in my brain, I was like, I'm a social worker. I'm a service person. I provide service this is, this doesn't fit. Um, and it was actually still tough. Like at the beginning with just suck it. I'm like, how is this making a difference to people? And Mm, then, um, interesting. Yeah. I'm like, how is this making a difference? But then I realized it brings people joy. The name itself makes people laugh. And I put a lot of love in each and every single box. And then when people get it, they're happy and that's making a difference. Um, and not only that, for whatever reason, this platform has allowed me to be in front of people I've never been in front of before. And so the broader message for me has always been about helping people learn to thrive in life. And succulents actually teach an amazing lesson about adapting and thriving. And then I realized maybe this was the avenue I was always supposed to ha- like follow in order to s- share the broader message about adapting and thriving in life. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, now I have fun selling succulents and putting gift boxes together. And I'm also going to be able to be of service by helping in some way, um, you know, improve the lives of others. So yeah. always check in with yourself about like the beliefs you have about yourself and are they, and are they actually true? 
Mm-hmm. Because we minimize, we, we can really box ourselves in when we get stuck with this identity. Like if you, like if you were in marketing all the time, you were in marketing and then the um, coronavirus happened and you lost your job and like, I'm a marketer, I can only do marketing. I'm like, well, I was a social worker and I'm selling succulents. Anything's mm-hmm. possible, right? Yeah, I agree 100%. So, I mean, I kind of, I've asked you this already what, like what your advice would be to people, but is there anything that you would do differently? Because it sounds like all of the different decisions that you've made and the experiences that you've had have kind of led you to, led you to develop this mindset and this skill set and this ability to grow and pivot that has brought you to this super successful business. Like, I mean, you're, this company is very likely you're going to scale well into the multiple six figures in the next three years. Like that's incredible. Um, for something that you started in the middle of a global crisis, right? So yeah. what, do, what do you think, if anything, would you do differently? And what would you, what would you suggest to people to start with? I mean, for someone that feels like they're just kind of getting kicked when they're down all the time, which I think is a lot of people right now, honestly. Yeah. I had started saying yes a lot sooner. Saying yes, even when I wasn't sure how to do something or whether or not it was going to be right. Uh, and the reason why I didn't say yes, a lot is like, it was fear. A lot of it was fear. Like, I don't know how to do, you know, I don't know how to do this. Um, I can't help but think that had I said yes to a lot of other opportunities, life might've been different. I don't regret anything though. Like I, I don't regret anything. Everything that has happened in my life has brought me to today and who I am. And, and I, I love it. Like I love all of it. Uh, but for other people, I would say, just say yes and do it before you think you're ready. Just freaking do yes. it. Yes. Just do it. And yeah. then you learn everybody like, and, and know that you're going to make mistakes and don't be afraid of making mistakes. Like I have this thing, like move fast, break things, and then I'll just figure it out. It's not going to be the end of the world. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. So do it before you're ready. And like, just say yes, especially if it, if, if that saying yes will help you learn something that could bring you closer to the life that you want to live. Yes, I agree 100%. Well, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. Thank you for inviting me. It's really fun. <laughs> so where can everybody find you if they want to follow your business journey or order succulent boxes? Are you shipping outside of the U.S. right now or just within the States? Just within the U.S. right now. Um, just because agricultural laws for oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but my but my goal is to be able to ship to Canada too. Uh, but right, I'm most active on my Instagram, which is just suck it two C's S U C C. It's short for succulent. Um, so just suck it, and my website is just suck And I've actually had people in Canada order gift boxes for people in the U.S. So that's completely. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. I'm thinking of my U S clients as we speak. That would be, yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah, awesome. Ship gift boxes and arrangements. And, um, I'm actually going to start doing some, uh, virtual classes too, like how to put arrangements together and stuff. So that should be fun. That's super fun. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing. This is such great advice. And I think your story is amazing and inspiring. Thank you. Thank you so much.
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Self-Made Mamas podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe if you want more content like this and leave a review if you like what you hear. You can find more information about working with us at theselfmademama.com or connect with us on Instagram at selfmademama underscore. I can't wait to chat.